This is Jesse Shrek with PracticalMissions.com and Saints Equipped to Evangelize, giving insight into church planning missions in postmodern culture and giving updates about our ministry and the opportunities that you have to get involved personally to make an eternal impact for the gospel in Italy. Today I share with you a clip from a message uh, that I preached while in the States uh, in the summer of 2014. Uh, I clipped out of the message just to the part where we're talking about the, the Italian context, uh, some of the realities of what Italy is like spiritually. Down three words for us tonight about Italy. And the first one is abandoned, aban- abandonment, to be abandoned. Uh, nowadays it's popular uh, ADHD or something like that A when you're really energetic I have AAD tonight I don't know what that means but for us these are three words the first one is abandonment if you want to write it down how many people here have felt abandoned in their life I think I think all of us you've been abandoned sometime a good friend you thought you had turned out not to be so good even little Anna has been abandoned. All of us have been abandoned in some way. Um, it's a terrible sensation, isn't it, when you feel like there's people kill themselves every day. Why? At the end of the day, they feel abandoned, probably. There's, just, there's nothing better for me to do than take my own life. Every day, people actually do that. They take their life. Abandonment, they feel it. They know there's nothing worth living for. People get to a certain age, and they just stop fighting. They say, I got a, I got a cold, and I don't even care anymore. I feel alone. There's nothing left to live for. Take me home, Lord. It's over. It's done. Uh, We've all felt abandoned. But I I say this word tonight to remind you (coughs) that Italy is abandoned. Italy is abandoned. 60 million people, men, women, children, are abandoned. They know not Jesus. They have no idea. Jesus says, come to me. I am the way. They know of a church which is wrong, which teaches a different gospel, so it's not of the Lord because there is only one gospel. They know a bunch of heresy. They know Jehovah Witnesses. They know Mormons, but they don't know Jesus. They're abandoned. How did Italy get abandoned? That's another good question. There was a reformation of the church in the 1500s. We all know that. Uh, Things drifted away from the gospel, from the word of the God. Traditions came along. Uh, Christianity was distorted, and it needed to be reformed, and God raised up men who reformed the church, who risked their lives, even gave their lives. John Calvin, for example, a great theologian, great preacher in Geneva, uh, he was sending out missionaries that he was training in his own house. He was sending them into France at the time, and he said, preach fast and preach good. Why did he say preach fast and preach good? Because they were going to die within two years. And he knew it. And many went out, abandoned and died. The Reformation, I'm getting choked up by by telling that story. The abandonment myself. In Italy, it's alone. It's it's scary. Um, The Reformation that happened and and impacted all the world. We we are evangelicals, Protestant. We know the Jesus of the Bible. Uh, We're born again. We're saved. that Reformation never happened today in, in Italy. 500 years later, the Reformation has never happened in Italy. So we, over here, we talk about revival, right? <laughs> a 
Let's pray for revival. We need a revival. We can't talk about revival in Italy because there's nothing to revive. It's still dead, barren. Barren is another good word. I didn't have it on my list, but uh, if, you, if you've seen the, the film Lord of the Rings, I, I like it. You know, the last one where they're in that fiery place. You know what I'm talking about? You've seen it? That fiery place, nothing grows. So Jesse, when you go out and you're sowing seed, it's pretty hard ground. <laughs> nothing grows in Italy. I'm convinced with all my heart it's kind of Satan's headquarters. He doesn't say, I need, I need to have uh, voodoo and crazy stuff in Italy. No, no. It's self-sufficient by now. I have it so well set up. It's the way that looks good to man, but in the end leads to death. Like we read in Proverbs. I can just come here and go on vacation. That's what Satan says. He just sits back and lets things take its course. He has such a powerful organization there called the Roman Catholic Church, pumping out false gospel all over the world. And uh, maybe, I don't think anybody here is Catholic. Maybe you have a Catholic background, but that's a whole different story. We can talk about that later. Uh, but the idea of abandonment is very real. And at the time of the Reformation, uh, they were killed. Or they, were, they ran away for their lives, for safety. Some people burned at the stake. Some people, if you don't uh, deny the fact that you got baptized as an adult, deny Jesus, we will rip the tongue out of your mouth. I'm sorry, take it. I can't do otherwise. Rip the tongue out, drag him around on the back of a horse, kind of crazy stuff, reality. Uh, so still today, that power, that oppression is there. And the Reformation has not. So we pray for reform. <laughs> not revival in Italy, okay? Abandonment is the first thing. Anytime you feel abandoned, remember my face, not because I'm abandoned, you guys are with me, but in Italy, remember Italy, it's abandoned. Every time you eat some more pasta and pizza, thank God because it's good, but then remember Italy and pray. They're abandoned, they're alone, okay? Um, the second word for us tonight about Italy is abused. Abused. I won't ask if any of us here have been abused, but some of us, we probably all have been abused in some way. Uh, somebody shot your car, for example. Uh, <laughs> Barbara, it was a BB gun, but nonetheless, they shot her car, and it sounds like a good story. I got shot at. <laughs> you probably weren't even in the car when it happened, but nonetheless, that's like abuse. It's a form of abuse. We've all been abused in some way, uh, and we've all seen people who have been abused. Um, Italy is spiritually abused. So think of that person you've seen abused with the black and blue marks or verbally abused, scared so much that they're afraid to even talk with other people. They hide in the corner, really bashful now. People, their lives have been ruined because of abuse. Italy again. Think of that when you see that person who's been abused. Think of Italy. What do I mean? Uh, they've been spiritually abused for hundreds and hundreds of years. What does that mean? That means people who come, they want forgiveness. They want to know life. They want Jesus. No one is there to tell them the way. Instead, they're told everything else, and they're given a weight on the shoulders. Take this. Jesus took it for us, but I want to add some, some weight to you. I want to make your life more difficult. They've been abused. I mean, Mormons come along, out on the streets every day with their little name tags and leading people astray, false gospels talking about Jesus, but it's not Jesus, another Jesus. Uh, Jehovah Witnesses come along, knock on everybody's door. They reach mine, and I evangelize them, and they never come back. But everybody else, they, they knock, and they don't know what to say because they don't, they don't read the Bible. Um, but they've been abused. So now, missionaries like us, we come to Italy, and we're excited, we're pumped up. I'm going to tell people about Jesus. Now we say the word Jesus, and it means something different to these people. Why? I don't know. But that 
guy who was supposed to take care of his daughter who ended up coming home and yelling and smacking around, beating. Now when that girl thinks of dad, father, she thinks bad thoughts. We've heard the story. We know that reality for people who have been abused by their father. Now the idea of coming to God and knowing God the father is hard. A father to me is a bad figure. Same concept spiritually in Italy. You say God, they don't know what to think. They're scared. They get nervous. They, they, they clench up. A number of times we've had evangelism groups. You guys have seen it in the newsletters and prayer requests. Evangelism groups, they come, and they'll do a, a drama in the town square. Everybody's saying, what's interesting? They gather around. They're watching. The mime's over, and now it, it talks about the gospel, the mime. So somebody presents the gospel afterwards, and we translate them, and then we invite people to engage with us. It's relational. We talk, and we hang out. And uh, but I don't know how many times we've stepped forward, and somebody... Somebody said, uh, like, the first thing they said is the word God came out. Boom. Half the crowd gone. Just like that. God, oh, got to go. <laughs> Remember, I got an appointment, you know. And so they take off. Uh, that's what I mean by abused and abandoned, okay? Our first two words. Um, so I actually, when I, I train people that come, I say, listen, say a bunch of other stuff, but keep God till the end, okay? And maybe you can catch their attention and they'll want to talk. But if you say God right away, you've got to understand they've been smacked around in the name of God so many times, it'll scare them away. So leave God till the end. God's okay with that. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> and then we talk, and it actually works. You know, people then stick around and talk. Three words, abandonment, abuse, the last one, deprived. Deprived of the gospel. On this planet today, there are many people deprived of food. Many people, many Christians deprived of food in countries where there just is nothing to eat. There's no work to have. And they believe in Jesus. They have eternal life, but there's just nothing to eat. Uh, Those are realities. But in Italy, they're deprived of the gospel. So if you think of that that little kid we see on TV with the the belly bloated out because it's actually lack of food, and that's the reality for every Italian walking on the planet, 60 million of them. Uh, the spiritual reality. And what do I mean by that? I mean, uh, if you want to look at the concentration camp, World War II, people in there, skin and bones. I've seen the photos. You guys probably have too. I've been to one of them, maybe two. Uh, these poor Jewish people were just skin and bone, nothing left, dying because of malnourishment, dying from everything. And then at the end, the war ended, and uh, the soldiers, the good ones, come along, and they want to set them free, and they're excited. Take this, eat, eat, eat something. They eat it, and their body doesn't know what to do with it, and they actually die from eating because their body goes into shock. That's what Italy is spiritually today. So a good missionary gets to Italy. You're sent. You're pumped up. You know, I've been there. You want to tell everybody about Jesus, and somebody gives you an ear. They want to listen. Wow, somebody actually wants to hear. All right, <laughs> real good. So what do you do? You start pumping out everything you got. You're, you're, here's some peas. Here's some green beans. Here's a steak. Here's some potatoes. Try that. Wow, yeah. Isn't that good? And then, just like in the concentration camp, too much. And they die. They fall off. They drift away. So what do we need in Italy today? We need to understand they've been abandoned. They've been abused. They've been deprived of spiritual food. They don't know the Bible. No one reads the Bible in Italy. Not even the priest reads the Bible most times. And if he does, shame on him because he's not telling the people what it says. Very dangerous, very scary. Uh, But they've been deprived of spiritual food. 
So a good missionary needs to understand their context as we pray for them also. And we need to give them a little bit at a time. Here, try that. What is that? It's a, it's a string bean. Just chew on it for a little while. Yeah, isn't that good? Tell me more. No. No, thanks. You want to know more? I can't tell you anything else. That's it. That sounds cruel, Jesse. No, I If you want more, you got to come get more. So I actually, I've learned to do this with people. When they want to talk about Jesus, and they're out there, there's some, I used to get excited and tell them everything I could, and then I realized, oh, too much, overwhelming. And now I've learned, uh, wet the appetite. Italians do it all the time. They drink their wine. They call it an aperitif, aperitivo. Before you eat a meal, you have a glass of wine. That's just what you do. If you're Italian and you don't do that, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> wine is everywhere. Same thing with us with the gospel. We need to taste that. Try that. You want more? I, I got to go. I'm sorry. Come Wet the appetite. Get them hungry for more so they want it, so they come back and give them a little bit at a time. Doses of the gospel. Um, Thank you for listening to Practical Missions Podcast with Jesse Schreck. I serve as a full-time church planning missionary with Saints Equipped to Evangelize in North Italy. I also promote biblical or practical missions through the website practicalmissions.com. This is in order to help our supporters and all onlookers to gain perspective on missions, missional living, supporting missions, and church planning in postmodern culture. For more information, visit practicalmissions.com. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.